Welcome back to the Librarian Linkover Podcast. I am your host, Laureen Kennard. I'm so excited to bring you guests who have taken their library skills and experiences and started businesses. There are so many ways that our skills can be profitable. My guest today is Janelle Kinlaw. Janelle is owner of Refining Workflow, where she provides project management and business analysis to her clients. Janelle is passionate about projects that find efficiencies for routine tasks, solve problems, and explore workflows, new or existing. Janelle has also worked as a data librarian and data analyst. Janelle, welcome to the Librarian Linkover. Thanks for having me. Tell us why you started your business and what services you offer your clients. Yeah, so I started my business refining workflow mostly as a way to share my skills with other businesses and to also have the flexibility to um, manage working with a small family at the time or a young family, I should say. Um, and so I just at one point looked around and said, I could probably do this exact same kind of work in project management and business analysis for other folks and help more folks in the community than just where I was. Um, and so I started out, um, actually, uh, one day being a full-time employee of the business and went back the next week as a consultant for them. So I have a little bit of a unique, uh, beginning is that I continue to still consult for my previous employer. Um, and it's just, it's a good fit for both of us. Um, I know the business really well. They all know me really well. They know how I, how I work. Um, and so it's a great way to kind of augment their um, their current full-time staff with someone who can come in and help with little projects here and there. That's great. What are a couple of things that surprised you about what your clients ask for or how your projects proceed? Well, I was kind of surprised, one, that I went back to kind of work for a former employer. Um, but in a way, again, like I said, it was a good fit. Also, um, you know, we build these LinkedIn networks as we're working here and there. We never know what's going to help. But at, um, mm-hmm. my LinkedIn network fortunately helped me find my other, another kind of client. Um, it was actually through a high school connection. So again, you never wow. know who can find you. Yeah, who can find you your your next opportunity. So I think, you know, as an um, independent inf- information professional, I think, you know, don't, uh, don't, don't give up with them whatever options, but also, um, you know, feel free to say yes, but then maybe make those connections. The same LinkedIn network can help you refer people to other folks who might be a better fit. Um, that's definitely happened for me. Um, and yeah, I mean, sometimes you are asked from a trusted client and partner to do a task that maybe is not the most exciting thing that you would want to do every day. Um, But I think sometimes doing those um, projects that, um, again, build that relationship and that trust is worth it, even if it's like, well, this is not what I really want to be doing every day. So it's finding that balance of um, trust and then finding the projects that do get you excited every day to get up and and work on things. It's funny when you start a business because you want to do like only things you like to do. And you're like, well, uh, I'll do that project too. It's not my favorite, but I'll do that one as well. You kind of gather more things than you planned. Yeah, I think as librarians, again, because we are so focused around organization and information management, that is a broad kind of topic. It's not so much just, you know, getting the books on the shelf or or putting them mm-hmm. into the catalog or whatever, or buying, you know, implementing that software. I mean, I think 
um, your organization skills can actually be used for even that. How do we organize our files, which is maybe not something that folks might think about. Again, nobody's excited. Maybe Well, maybe there's somebody who's excited about file management, but most of us are not excited about file management. So, um, but helping the your client think about how to organize information, um, you that is the right fit for your degree. So I think, you know, and learning stuff on your own. Um, I was very fortunate. I, again, I wasn't, the file management project was a unique situation, but it turned out that I actually had two clients talking about file management at the same time. So I was able to leverage that work across clients um, and share some thoughts here and there. So. Oh, wow. That's good timing. Yeah. Fortunate. So what kind of traditional library skills do you use in your business? Well, definitely organization, obviously that file, you know, organizing files and stuff like that, but also just like um, one of my clients, I'm there to manage controlled lists. And that's really the only client that I do controlled list management for. Um, but I feel like that's, you know, they were looking for like a librarian type person and I just happened to be doing project management for them. And they're like, oh, but you could help us here. Um, and that's actually how I continue to help them. I'm not doing project management for them anymore, but I'm still bringing those librarian skills um, to the business. I mean, I do a lot of library slash IT um, stuff work every day. So um, I feel like, you know, being able to say, well, I can actually write you that SQL query if you need it, or I could actually, you know, edit that HTML page because I have it. I think also um, any background you have complements your library skills really well. I always say whatever we do, no matter what we do, it always helps us in our library skills, going to a ball game, going to a play, you know, watching something on TV, taking a walk, anything we do always adds to our bag of tricks. Have you always been entrepreneurial or did you find that from working in libraries? Um, I don't really know what made me think that I could do my own business, but I'm glad that I did it. <laughs> um, I think that I knew, I think I felt confident enough that I had skills that I could use. Um, I, um, I did some more work in the DC area before we moved here to North Carolina. So I felt like, okay, I've done like, I've implemented software in multiple places. So I have the skills that translates between different types of clients. So I should be able to bring that forward into a business. Um, I, you know, owning a business is definitely challenging in its own right. I'm very fortunate. I have a supportive partner um, and who helps me in multiple ways. Um, it, you know, I, um, you have to be comfortable and being, so definitely a lot of us in the in information independent world, we were already working remotely before we had the COVID pandemic come through. So that kind of helped a little bit, but being able to be flexible and, you know, maybe, maybe always, sometimes some of us go in person to clients, um, but just being able to work um, remotely and being able to, you know, have the flexibility where the clients need, I think is important. Um, so I don't think I definitely didn't grow up saying I want to start my own business, but I'm really happy that I did. That's good. Um, speaking of your own business, what kind of goals do you have for your business? Um, I think for my business, I always want to be um, growing, of course, is always our goal, um, but also just making sure the projects are um, interesting and supporting and, and leaving the client in a better space than where I, when I came in, um, helping to 
to train and, and come up with processes that can be done by anybody. I mean, yes, I am a project manager and I love to think about processes and, and, and making sure that things that can be repeated by anyone. Um, but I think if you have a, a good process in place, you know, and your team feels comfortable with it, they can take it on on their own. Um, I know someone asked me a few years ago, like, where do you see yourself in five years? And I was like, oh, like, I'm probably just me. I'll never bring on somebody else. Well, definitely in the last um, year and a half, I've added a virtual assistant and I've added a subcontractor, which is, and I've become a subcontractor myself. So I think in some ways, I, those were never my goals, but I'm glad to see like that makes me feel like I am progressing and the business is um, growing um, forward. Um, that's great. That's a really good, you know, step for your business. Yeah, I think it's um it comes with its own challenges, but yes, I feel like I I um continuing to be successful and I'm very grateful for that. What suggestions can you give librarians who want to go into business for themselves? That's a great question. I would just say, you know, uh there's nothing to say that you have to go full-time right away. If you're able mm -hmm. to do a little consulting on the side uh, while you're doing your full-time job or, or part-time job, whatever you have on, getting your feet wet, um, finding other consultants or other folks doing the work you think you might want to do. Um, I know when I came out of library school, I was coming from an IT world and I was like, I am only going to do library work. That's what I have my degree for. I'm never going to go in this IT world. Um, I think a former boss will laugh and say, I came into her office saying, I'm not doing anything IT related. I just want to do library work. And then a year later, I realized that actually IT background made me unique enough that that's where my niche was. So I would just say, like, if you are doing an academic library and you're doing multiple things and you want to go do your own business, don't discount all the other skills you have because you may end up doing that you know I really wanted to do a lot of workflow and processes and I have done that but I really um, embraced the project management side which I don't think I would have that's not where I when I made my business where I thought I would just be doing project management so um, I like to say I come and bring you project management plus like I do you know Mm -hmm. I have that little bit of additional, I, I like to ask questions. I like to challenge why your process is doing that. So you're not just going to get someone who gets you through your timeline of whatever you're trying to implement. You're going to get someone who's going to question and say, well, does this make sense kind of thing. Um, so if you're thinking about going to business for yourself, you know, just keep it broad um, and open. It's okay to be niche initially to like get mm -hmm. yourself your feet wet, but also consider and how your skills can be applied otherwise. What professional associations have you joined or which ones do you get the most out of? We have very similar uh, similar answers to this one. Yeah, so um, I have been a member of ALA and SLA um, since I've been a library student. Uh, I'm not active in ALA anymore. Um, I am kind of active in SLA, um, definitely through my <laughs> chapter a little bit, my local Carolinas uh, community, excuse me, not chapter. Um, and I have just recently come off of planning the SLA conference as the conference chair. Mm -hmm. um, but my main association right now is the Association of Independent Information Professionals, or AIIP. Um, I joined that before I even created my business, um, when I was thinking of becoming a business owner, just to kind of lurk and listen and absorb um, from other business owners. Um, and so those members of AIP are all um, 
either information-centric business owners or those who are considering being business owners. Um, so it's a great, AIP is a great association to kind of help on the business side of things. Um, I think probably being a member of a subject or, you know, area, industry area um, association is important too, to get that, that knowledge. Um, and yeah, fortunately for me, for AIP, I said yes when they were calling for volunteers um, right after I started my business. And then I've kind of continued to support. Um, I am currently on the board of this association, which mm -hmm. is why I'm giving it so much airtime right now. Um, mm -hmm. That's how it works. <laughs> um, I have I have been the director of outreach um, for the past two years. And I um, back in December, I became the president of elect. Um, and so, yeah, in another month or so, I will be president of this association. So happy to continue to answer questions uh, offline for uh, if anyone has any. And I can link to SLA and AIP in the show notes if people want more info. Why did you go to library school? And based on your career so far, does that reasoning still hold? Yeah, so I started my career um, basically in a consulting world uh, for implementations, um, basically implementing systems to support clients' human resources practices. Um, it was a pretty intense world. Um, coming out right out of college, going into that, there was a lot of long hours and um, a lot of rinse and repeat, which was not bad, but got tires, tiresome. Um, and so I was looking to go back to school to get another degree. Um, and I just somehow stumbled upon library school and, um, or a library science degree. And I loved the library as a kid. It was one of my favorite spots. I think that's a very common answer. Um, and so I ended up um, getting my degree from Drexel University, but I did it online. So I was working full time and doing an online course. And that is definitely an interesting challenge as well. Um, it's probably not for everybody, but it is definitely one way to go. Um, and it just was the right fit again. I know initially I was very much like, I'm never gonna do anything in the IT world, but then I learned to embrace that that actually helps me stick out within the library world. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't think, I think if I had the decision again, I would definitely go back to library school. It's definitely a good fit for me. I definitely think librarians who have IT skills are unique because you have the customer service skills that you don't often think of when you think of IT. Yeah, I mean, my IT, background is is not definitely not coding based it's definitely more on the business side more you know business analysis like management kind of IT um, and so I think that that works really well with the library science stuff mm -hmm. because it's the same thing of organizing information basically um, and implementing and being able to do I can you know again like I said I can do this the very basic kind of coding kind of skills. Um, I know also it was very interesting for me. Uh, I got my undergrad degree um, right in 2000. And so how learning HTML in that framework and then to come back about four to five years later and learn HTML, like I thought, oh, I'll breeze through the database and HTML side of library school because I've already done this before. Well, as we can see, technology has changed a lot, right? So it was really um, actually kind of fascinating to go back through during library school and do those kind of classes that I had done in undergrad um, because the technology had changed so much. Um, so, yeah. It was moving really fast during that time period. It was, 
it still is moving fast, but at least it's not like every two, three years, things are completely changing. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Where can people find your business? They want to hire you. Yeah. So refiningworkflow.com is a, is a great place to start. Um, and just my own profile on LinkedIn. Um, you may find my business accounts on social media and other places, but, um, as I'm a very busy entrepreneur, I don't always have time to push out uh, social media content. But yeah, reaching out on LinkedIn is really the best way to get a hold of me. This has been really great because librarians, but people in general, but especially librarians, are always interested in what it's like to start your own business. It seems like librarians are often naturally entrepreneurial. And I know when I had my research business, I got a lot of people reaching, a lot of librarians reaching out to me to talk about how it works and how they could do it. And so I think um, this has been really great. And I think you've answered a lot of questions that'll help a lot of people thinking about going into a business for themselves. Yeah, and I would just jump in to say, like, I think the environment is um, consultant slash uh, independent friendly right now. I think a lot mm -hmm. of companies are out augmenting their staff with consultants here and there. So um, I think there's definitely an environment to support creating your own business or doing some consulting on the side, if that's a better fit for you. So um, this environment definitely has changed a lot since COVID. So, and it's only growing. So I definitely encourage you to consider that as an option going forward. Great. Good to hear. Thank you to Janelle Kinlaw for being my guest today on the Librarian Linkover. Thank you to everyone for being so supportive as we are hitting the two-year mark since I started this podcast. Please comment on the episodes on thelibrarianlinkover.com and check for future content there. Also, find me on social media at LibLinkover on Twitter and The Librarian Linkover on LinkedIn. Thank you so much for listening.